News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Dan Schwartzman. The Israeli army has been focusing airstrikes on southern Gaza as further ceasefire talks have been ruled out by both sides, with Israel having recalled its negotiating team from Qatar. The temporary truce where Israeli hostages were traded for Palestinian prisoners and humanitarian aid came to an end after seven days. Israel has blamed Hamas for the truce ending, saying that they did not uphold their part of the agreement, which included releasing all women and children who were on a list that was given to and approved by Hamas. A senior Hamas official says there will be no more hostage exchanges till after the war ends. Meanwhile, Vice President Kamala Harris says too many Palestinian civilians have died, while also calling images of the suffering in Gaza, quote, devastating. Government data being released on Friday is projected to show that payrolls increased by 180,000 after gaining 150,000 in October. The pickup in payrolls is attributed to the return of striking United Auto Workers back to assembly lines. The UAW-led walkouts affected the big three Detroit automakers, Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis. In other data, the unemployment rate is expected to hold at 3.9 percent, while the average hourly earnings increased by 4 percent from a year ago, the smallest annual advance since mid-2020. Amtrak wants to bring its ridership back to 2019 pre-pandemic levels. The story from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet. After a sluggish rebound from the pandemic, the rail company's top executives are setting a goal this year of drawing in about 32.8 million riders to the rail network. That is roughly 300,000 more trips than the record set back in 2019 and almost triple the 12.2 million riders that use the network during 2021. The rail system's leaders hope to keep on track for the goal of doubling ridership by 2040. Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio. Thanks, Charlie. The world's most indebted developer faces a Hong Kong court hearing on Monday over a creditor's request to liquidate the company. China Evergrande must convince the judge that it has a concrete restructuring plan, and if it doesn't, it's likely facing a winding-up order. Evergrande, which has liabilities of about $327 billion, defaulted back in December of 2021. A remaining question is whether a liquidation decision by a Hong Kong judge would be acknowledged and carried out in mainland China. While speaking at the Reagan National Defense Forum in Simi Valley, California, Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo says that her department's Bureau of Industry and Security needs more money to stop China from catching up to the U.S. on cutting-edge semiconductor technology. The secretary says that currently her budget is $200 million, which is not enough to deny China the tech. The Commerce Department has been placing new export controls on semiconductors since October of 2022. Meanwhile, the NBA's move to copy European tournaments is bringing in viewers. More or from Bloomberg's Denise Pellegrini. This year's new in-season tournament is modeled after cup competitions in European football, a.k.a. soccer, and early indications are the NBA is scoring with the move. The tournament's Tuesday night games on TNT, well, they averaged 1.5 million viewers during the group stage. That is up 16% from a year ago. And ESPN says its new Friday night games also averaged 1.5 million views. And William Mao, media consultant at Octagon, says the question now is whether the excitement takes some of the shine off the remainder of the regular season or adds to it. The tournament is part of an effort by the NBA to shore up its appeal ahead of the next round of national TV deals. And the new in-season tournament will culminate in a Las Vegas championship on December 9th. Denise Pellegrini, Bloomberg Radio. Thanks, Denise. Uber has been added to the S&P 500 index after reporting two straight quarters of operating profits that fueled a big rally in the ride-sharing company this year. Shares of Uber were up 7.3% in after-hours trading and has gained 132% just this year. The company will officially join the index prior to the market opening on December 18th. 
That's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Dan Schwartzman and this is Bloomberg. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.